concrete occur tons of love darling fee stop telegram from miss carlisle wayne to lady paston and baggett thank you so much stop love to come stop arriving about six saturday stop gpf walked in a side door of the harmony offices went to his own room and shot a bolt in his door sang G.P.F. in a shrill falsetto, and slit open the top letter. Three, four, knock on the gate. A postal order for five shillings fell out. He skipped restlessly through the pages. You couldn't be more right to call yourself guide, philosopher, and friend. And arrived at the peroration, I've tried to follow your advice, but my young man really is madly jealous. I'm having another five bobs worth of private chat. Toots. GPF wrote with great fluency. Happy to have helped, more than usually interested. Best of luck and my blessing. Finished, he pinned the postal note to the sheet and dropped the hole into the personal chat basket. GPF contemplated the next letter. The writer, it said, has consented to rejoin her husband who is eccentric to the verge of lunacy. A domestic crisis has arisen in which he refuses to take responsibility. My daughter contemplates a disastrous marriage. The enclosed newspaper cuttings will speak for themselves. I enclose a five-shilling postal order for a letter of personal advice. Cecile de Fouteau, Pasteur and Baggett. GPF turned over the sheaf of newspaper clippings. Pierre sued for kidnapping stepdaughter, he read. Peer practices nudism. Seen in Mayfair courtroom. Lord Paston again. Lady Paston and Baggett seeks divorce. Peer preaches free love. Rebuke from judge. Lord Paston goes yogi. Boogie woogie peer. Infinite variety. GPF began to write very rapidly indeed. A hand tapped twice. GPF unlocked his door. His visitor walked into the room. Monthly relief fund, he said. Your signature to the cheque. GPF held out Lady Paston's letter. His visitor read it through and burst out laughing. She must be in a fizz, he said. How have you replied? A stinger. Here's the cheque, said GPF. The signature was in small, fat and incredibly neat calligraphy, G.P. Friend. Don't you ever sicken of all this? The visitor asked abruptly. Plenty of interest, plenty of variety. You might land yourself in a hell of a complication one of these days. Oh, fiddle, said G.P.F. crisply. Listen, said Breezy Belairs, surveying his band. Listen, boys, I know he's dire, but he's improving. And he is George Sedinger, Marquis of Paston and Baggett, and number one for publicity, news value, and snob value. I look silly, said the timpanist, stepping down halfway through on a gala night. Me? I tell you straight, I don't like it. Now listen, Sid. I'm paying you full time. I'm going to give you a special feature appearance. I'm going to give you a star call. Let the old bee tear himself to shreds for half an hour on Saturday night. I remind you, 
said Carlos Rivera. You speak of a gentleman who shall be my father-in-law. Okay, 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 take it easy, Carlos. That's fine, Mr. Belair's gabbled. All hunky-dory by us. This is in committee, Carlos. He's improving. Pretty soon he'll be good. Not as good as Sid, but good. As you say, what's all this about his own number? asked the pianist. Mr. Belair spread his hands. Well, boys, the old Paston's got a little idea about this new number he's written. Hot guy, hot gunner, said the pianist, and plugged out a phrase. What a number, he said, without expression. Take it easy, Happy. I've orchestrated it snappy. Lord Paston's thinking he might go places as a soloist with this. Bit of hot drumming and looting off a six-shooter. For Christ's sake, the timpanist said. Carlos steps out in the spotlight and gives hot and crazy. Burn.